Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Laura. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. Welcome back to the Transcendence Podcast. Today we are diving into how to properly set goals. I once heard this quote and it has stuck with me ever since and it says, a goal properly set is halfway reached. And I think the first way to start with this is to talk about when is the best time to start setting goals? What does that look like? So this is a question I get asked all the time of, Nate, when should I set my goals? Or when should I set time aside to set my goals? And honestly, the answer is right now. If your goals don't fit this structure that we're about to give you, and this this is what we've came up with is, is the best structure to bring clarity, visualization, to bring you know, structure in your goal setting, because like Laura said, if it's not set properly, it's going to be a lot harder to obtain. So do it right now. I don't care if you're listening to this in July, if you're listening to it in September. Or Two years later. Yeah, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. Don't wait for a New Year's resolution. Don't wait for a season to be over. Set your goals now so you can start walk, working towards them. So before we get into the structure, I want to talk about why it's so important to set goals. You know, we just spent a whole 14-week series on self-awareness and how important it is to figure out where you're currently at and being accepting to where you're at. Now we're going to get into the really exciting part. That's where do you want to go? What do you want out of life? What do you truly want? This is your time to be a little selfish. This is about, this is your dreams, your goals coming to fruition. Right. So I think it's important to really be super clear on that because this is what's going to feed your purpose in life, is going to feed your work ethic. This is going to be your motivation. Like I said in podcasts previous, we first found out where we're at. Now we're going to figure out where do we want to go, and then you can build the path in between. You can't figure out how to run the race the fastest if you don't know where you're starting and finishing. So today we're going to talk about where you're finishing. I think the biggest problem is that people don't understand how to set goals properly or the types of goals to set. It's not the fact that you don't set goals. A lot of people set goals. Again, they just don't do it right. Mm -hmm. And like I said, today we're going to give you the best techniques and the best structure to that goal setting. So what are the biggest mistakes people make when they're setting goals? I think the number one biggest mistake is that a goal can't be an afterthought. It can't just be a dream. It can't just be something you wish to happen. A goal only becomes a goal when you put an action plan to it. Yet a lot of goals are rooted from a dream. They start out as a dream or, you know, a perfect ideal in your life. And then you put an action plan on how to obtain that. Now it's a goal. Now it's something you're working towards. Now that's not to say a goal shouldn't be big. Your goals should be big. These should be your perfect things that could happen to you in life. These are the things you truly want. These are the things you want the most out of life. That's why it's your goal. Like I said, it's rooted from a dream. So I'm not saying it can't be big. And I think a lot of people get a misconception that it has to be something super obtainable or super easy and don't give themselves enough credit for what they can accomplish. A couple of models I have when you're dreaming big, if your goal doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. There should be a little part of yourself that's like, man, could this really happen? You know, there should be a part of the unknown like this is this is going to be hard and this may never happen, but I want it to happen. Right. You're I putting this. You're putting the pressure on. <laughs> yeah. Another one is 
if somebody else has done it, why can't I? Some people look at, let's talk about like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates. They've, they've created these huge companies and started something revolutionary in society. And I'm not saying I want to go start an e-commerce site that sells stuff everywhere or start the next Microsoft. But if they've created a large company that's made that big of an impact in the world, why can't you? You know, if somebody else has already done it, there's no reason that you can't create a, your own dream company, your own impact in the world. I know for me, when I used to set goals in the past, before Nate and I started setting goals together, I would set goals that were kind of a stretch, but they weren't scary to me. They were in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, that's achievable. Usually by the end of the year, you know, oh, you know, that could be reached pretty soon. Um, And then Nate and I, as we started dating and then heading into when we got engaged and got married, we started sitting down and talking out goals. And um, sometimes he would throw things out there and I'm like, whoa, like, and part of me was like, oh, I don't want to write that down because it's, it's part of it is committing. When you write it down, you're committing to that goal. At least that's how I see it. And sometimes that commitment part can scare you. Like, you know, the, the part of failing, you know, are you committing to something and are you scared that it's not going to work out and, and you're going to fail or it might not turn out exactly how you thought it would. I will also say, too, that it is very important um, who you surround yourself with. Look at the people that you're spending time with. Are they dreamers and are they doers? You know, you can spend your time with a bunch of dreamers and people who dream big, but are they actually going anywhere with those dreams or are they just sitting around talking about their dreams? Yeah. And like Laura said, it's easier for some people to set goals than others. For me, it's really easy to set big goals. I've always had an idea that I can achieve great things. So all my goals have always been huge and I always see something at its highest potential. And for Laura, that was a transition. Yeah, definitely. And and like you said, don't surround yourself with dreamers. Do your friends have dreams or do they have goals? A dream is great, but until you put an action plan for it, it's just going to be sitting there as a dream. It's never going to be a goal and it's never going to be obtained unless you actually work towards it. And of course... Don't surround yourself with people that are just playing it small, living just the day to day, just getting by, just doing what they can to get the next paycheck or, you know, to get that to that next level, to move into that house or whatever. Think about who you're spending time with, whether it be in their workplace or in their family. Look at their life and look and see, is this the type of person that I should be hanging around with? Because you're going to let them impact you, whether you want them to or not. Being stagnant in your pursuit for your goals is just as bad as going backwards or going away from your goals. Being stuck in life and not wanting to pursue anything further or grow yourself in any way is a terrible spot to be in. It's just as bad as going downhill. You need to be looking for some way to improve every aspect of life. There's always room to get better. None of us are perfect. So there's always room to keep growing. That's why goals are so important. They give you the the path of where you're going to keep growing. So Laura already touched on a little bit. The third mistake is people don't visualize their goals. They don't. You either need to write them down or you need to put them on a dream board with pictures or both. 
And some people say you need to write them down every day. Some people say you need to write them down once a week for your big ones and your daily goals every day. Whatever you're going to consistently do, do. If you can consistently write them down every day, there are huge benefits to that. I'm not going to tell you you have to write them down every day to achieve them because it's not true. There's people that have achieved great things and they don't write it down. But it is good to have a physical reminder. And when you make that commitment and also visualization is part of stating that to your close close-knit group of friends those big dreamers and those big doers and those people that have big goals that they're working towards state those to them because when you put it out in the world that's when you're making that commitment to yourself that i'm going to work towards this and it's not that you're looking for accountability or for them to be your accountability for that goal it's makes yourself more accountable because you've actually stated it and now you want to fulfill that commitment to yourself Something else that can be really helpful for some people is to write them down as if they've already happened. So, for instance, you could write down your goals as if, you know, I'm a mom of three kids or I'm the owner of a multimillion dollar company. Whatever the case is, whatever your goal is, you write it out as if it's already happened. And something that goes along with that is you have to envision what does that look like? So, you know, If you want to be a business owner and you want to have a really successful company, what does that person look like? What do they dress like? Who are they surrounding themselves with? What are they doing? What does their morning routine look like? And start finding ways that you can implement some of that stuff right now to go ahead and step into that goal. Yeah, and that leads right into the next mistake people make is people aren't specific enough when they do write down their goals. Yep. Like Laura said, you need to write out every single detail and you need to visualize every single detail. I've had people tell me before, my dream is to own an exotic car. Okay, what kind of car? You know, what year do you want? Do you want it brand new? Do you want it used? What color exterior? What color interior? What size wheels? You know, what size motor? How many horsepower? Do you want to modify it? Those, that's how specific you need yeah. to get with each and every yep. single one of your goals. Because when you get that specific... Your excitement goes up, your passion goes up, you can visualize it easier. Mm -hmm. And then when you read that goal of exotic sports car, then you're like, oh man, I know exactly what that means. I even think like for some people that might be listening to this, maybe you're single and you're looking for a spouse. You know, it's a great thing to say, oh, I want a good husband or I want a good wife one day. But writing out, okay, what, what traits do I want in a future spouse? What are things that I definitely don't want in a spouse? And write those out in detail. I know people in my life that have even written down, down to the hair color and eye color, whatever that looks like for you. Because I think as you move forward, and for example, once you start dating and you start seeking out potential future spouse, a a potential future spouse, you can look and see where am I settling and where am I actually excelling? I think if you know in detail what you want, you won't miss the mark. You won't. You will know when you're not settling. And like I said, guys, this is your time to be selfish. This yep. is what you want out of yep. life. This is what you want in your life. These are your desires, nobody else's. And with that too, you know, don't be afraid. Your goals can change. You can enhance them. You can tweak them. You can slightly change them. Now, I wouldn't rewrite your whole life plan multiple times mm-hmm. over because you don't want to give up on something too soon. You have to remember you can't have afterthoughts for goals and they can't just be dreams. They have to have an action plan for them. They need to be big. So don't surround yourself with small minded people that are either going to hold you back and don't think too small. Make it scare you a little bit. They need to be visual. 
you need to either have them written down or on a board, something that you can go back to and reference, and they need to be specific. They need to have all the details down to the very smallest minute details. You think this doesn't even matter? It does. It's going to increase your passion. It's going to increase how hard you work at something. And get rid of any vague language in it. A good husband, what does that mean? Good is such an opinionated adjective. Don't use anything that's that vague. Be very specific, like Laura said. Yeah, you don't want to end up setting, settling for second best. Now let's get into what are the different types of goals. So when you're writing out your goals, it's good to break it in these four categories. The first one's going to be relationships. Who and how do you want to be loved? This goes throughout everybody. Every type of relationship you have in your life should have a goal set to it. How is my relationship going to be with my spouse? How is my relationship going to be with my kids? How is my relationship going to be with my family, my parents, my siblings? How is my relationship going to be with my friends, my close friends, my acquaintances, my coworkers, strangers? How does a relationship look like? How do you want that to interact with strangers? You know, if you're a Christian and how does your relationship look with God? You know, how does your relationship look with yourself? How do you want to better your own relationship and your own understanding of yourself? If you guys are just jumping in for the first time, we just did 14 weeks on how to increase your relationship with yourself and understand yourself better. But part of goal setting is investing into your self-relationship because you're feeding into what you want out of life. And that's very important. So be very specific with this. Don't put, I want to love my wife unconditionally. (laughs) What does that mean? You know, what are ways that you want to demonstrate love in your marriage between you? How do you want to receive it? And how do you want to give it? It's every relationship's twofold. So with each one of those types of people, how do you want to receive love from them? And how do you want to give love to them? You know, if you want to be a provider for your family, I want to be able to provide in a way that we could rely on just my income. If that's your dream, that you want to be able to raise kids and have a happy spouse and be able to still do things and live comfortably just on your income and you want to be that provider, that's a way you can give. That's a way you love. You know, that's a good goal to have. But be specific with each category of people on how you want to love them and how you want to be loved by them. The second type of goal setting is experience. What experiences do you want to feel before you leave this planet? These can be experiences of something you could do, maybe somewhere you travel, um, experiences of buying that dream car that we talked about, you know, experiences of owning a company or experiences of speaking at this platform or this conference or something like that. Anything that you want to feel how it feels like to do it. You know, some people may want to experience skydiving. Okay, if that's your goal, how high do you want to skydive? Do you want to do it by yourself or with a trainer? You know, what time of year do you want to do it? Be specific. This is going to be a lot of the physical things that you want to obtain or go do. Um, Some people's dream is to travel. Like I said, put where you want to go and how long you want to go to each place. And maybe even the spots you want to visit at that place. And you can get more and more specific as time goes on, as you do more and more research, as that goal gets closer and closer. But just make sure you keep writing it there. Make sure you keep putting it down to paper, whether it's a picture or whether it's writing. The third one is going to be significance. Significance is what do you want to be known for? This is your purpose of achievement. These are things that you, when you pass away, you're like, yeah, he was this type of person or he accomplished this. You know, what significance do you want to have in this world? What are the type of people you want to lead? 
What is the type of characteristics you want to, you know, exemplify for your family, for your friends, for the general public? You know, how much of an impact do you want to make in the world? What type of achievements do you want to accomplish? What are significant achievements for you? So significance goal is one of the easiest ways, a question to ask yourself when you're thinking about significance goals. What do I want written on my gravestone? If you had one sentence, what would you want written on your gravestone? Start there. Start with that one sentence and then break down the details of what that sentence means and what what you had to do and what you had to live out to to fulfill that one sentence. Or if someone were to get up and give a eulogy at your funeral, what would they say during that eulogy? What would they say about you? What would they say, um, you know, about your heart, where your passion was, what you were about for your whole life? Now, the fourth type of goal is going to be very similar. This is going to be your contribution. What did you contribute to the world? And the difference between significance and contribution is significance is the way that you lived and the things that you did during your time. Your contribution is going to be your legacy. It's what you leave for the world, the impact that outlives you, the things that you created or you did that are still making a difference 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 years after you pass away. You think of things like contribution. We look at people like Martin Luther King, what he fought for and what he did, you know, goes a lot longer than his life. And what contribution do you want to make to the world that's going to go a lot longer than your life? And how big do you want it to be? I'm not saying your contribution has to be Martin Luther King big. What contribution do you want to leave? Do you want to leave a wealth for your family that that even if they tried to spend it all, they couldn't for five generations? That just is everlasting. Do you want to leave a business that will be passed down from generation to generation? What kind of contribution do you want to leave that's going to outlive you? So that breaks down the four types of goals. Any type of goal that you have is going to fit into one of these four categories. Either relationship, something you want to experience in life, something you want to be known for, or something that you want to create that's everlasting and an impact to the world. All of your goals that are going to give purpose and going to give motivation to your daily life is going to fit in these four categories. And it's very important. I mean, you should have a whole list of things for each one of these categories. It's not just one sentence per category. That's You're never going to fit all of your goals and all the detail in one sentence. You can simplify it into one sentence so it's easy for someone to understand, but make sure you know all the details behind it and make sure it's written out somewhere. And that reminds me, it's really good to share these goals with somebody, somebody that you trust. Again, it's not for accountability. It's to see how clear they really are. If you present your goal to somebody and they still have questions, it's not clear enough. Your goal should answer every question that they could even come up with about what you want to accomplish and what you want to do. That's good. If you present your goal to somebody and they come up with any question, rewrite it. Rewrite it to where... They can't question anything. They know exactly. And a third party can know exactly what you want to accomplish because when it's that clear, that's when you can inspire others. And let's be honest, a lot of our goals are going to require inspiring others because a lot of, especially these big goals, are going to be hard to do alone. You're going to eventually have to have people beside you that you're helping their goals and they're helping your goals. But to rally good people, especially other goal-oriented people and other leaders, you're going to have to have very clear and very vivid goals, and they have to be able to feel your passion. If you don't get excited when you're stating your goal, it's probably not your goal. 
So figure out what your goal is, figure out what excites you and what you're passionate about. And another thing that's so important is you have the power in your tongue, what you speak out. So are you speaking your dreams into fruition or are you talking negatively because your tongue holds so much power? People say, you know, it's putting it out into the world or putting it out into the universe or speaking it into existence, whatever you call it. Know that your words have power. At the end of 2019, Nate and I had been trying to grow our family and had been pretty unsuccessful up until that point. And stepping into 2020, I made the decision, knowing that my words had power, to speak that 2020 would be the year that we would have a baby. And so everything that I did um, regarding that, the way I spoke about it to my friends, the way we spoke about it to each other, we talked as if it was going to happen in 2020. And I look back, now we're due November 2020, and I can look back and see that because I did that, it set my mind up for success too, that it allowed it to happen because I was living as if, yes, it was going to happen in 2020. And some people might call that faith. Some people might call it putting it out into the existence, whatever that is for you. Know that you have the power in your tongue to create what you want in your life. Now, the last thing I want to get into is what are anti-goals? And these are just as important to write down and be extremely specific and extremely clear on. Anti-goals are the things that you need to stop doing because they're the things that are going to hold you back from your goals. Analyze your day-to-day and say, what is something that is doing nothing but holding me back from my goal? Be very specific with these. These are things that are directly pulling you down and holding you back from achieving what you want. You can't say if your dream is to start a business, don't say my current job is an anti-goal. That's not true. Your current job provides a way of living and may provide capital for that business because most businesses either require savings for you to get up off the ground or savings for product to sell. So you need to be very cautious as to what you're writing down as an anti-goal. These are things that you need to stop doing completely. Sleeping in might be one for you. Maybe you can get up two hours earlier and work on your goal every single morning and before work, and you're just tolerating that you're going to sleep in. You know, maybe staying up late is your anti-goal because you know when you stay up late, you sleep in, and when you sleep in, you're not working on your goal because you're fresh in the morning and you can work on it for two hours a day before work or whatever it may be. Look for the very specific things that are holding you back and blocking you from achieving your goals. So the last thing to keep in mind, guys, this is going to be different for everybody. One person's goals may be somebody else's anti-goal. <laughs> you know, it's going to be structured just for you. And that's why it's very important for you to write these alone and then present them with your spouse. And then it is important for you and your spouse to have common goals. Um, but these are very specific to you. What do you want out of life? Thank you so much for joining this week's episode. We hope you've learned something new, that you feel challenged and leave inspired. If there's a part of this episode that stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram and tag us in it. Let us know what captivated you. Speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and make sure that you're one of the first to know of our new episodes and exciting updates. You can follow me at It's Laura Stevens. And I'm at the period Nate Stevens. If you found value in this podcast, remember to leave us a rating or review. This will allow others to see what they can benefit from this podcast as well. Join us next week as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.